y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about Tomb Raider, Love, Simon, Nailed It, and I Can Only Imagine. Oh my god. Imagine. With me, as always, is my wonderful... Stop. Adrian's playing with Putty. No, it's called Slime. Slime. It's the best. This is $20. It does smell good. I spent $40 on stuff that'll be bad in like two weeks. Well, as much as you're poking your finger into it, more like two days. <laughs> um, what did I say? What was I saying? With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Uh, you already introduced me. Did I? Mm-hmm. Can you hear that in the mic? You squishing into no. that? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's up? How's your week? It's great. That's it. First of all, you've turned into me. You went to two concerts in one week. Lord and Ride, two of the best concerts I've literally ever been to in my entire life. What is the best concert you've ever been to? Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know that I could say for sure. Coachella. I would say, honestly, mm-hmm. Lord was for real a lot of fun. What song did she sing that surprised you, and what song did she not sing that you wanted her to? I don't remember. I mean, I was surprised she sang Ribs, for sure. Okay. Swingin' Party, the other one, is which I, I love that song, which is a cover, I think. Um, but also, Rye was really good. Literally one of the best concerts, too. And what? he sang the last song without a microphone. Rye's a boy? Yes. That video you posted is of a boy. What video? On your Instagram. That's a man. Oh, I gotta go back and look. I almost messaged you back and said she looks like a little boy. Right is a grown ass man. <laughs> it's like forty years. Pull up old. a picture. Um, okay. Well, that's that. Adrian's a concert goer, and I do nothing but work. Take that. Um, also, one thing I wanted to mention, but we don't have to talk about in a full topic form. Oh, he's nice looking. Oh, well, great. Everybody's beautiful but me. Um, is Kathy Griffin put her tickets on sale this week. Oh, She's sure. only doing like five shows so far that they've announced. Uh-huh. And I almost, she was going to be my goober of the week because I was so annoyed with how much she was posting about it mm-hmm. and promoting it. And she was promoting it in such a desperate, icky way. Like constantly just there's 10 seats left there's a hunt you know what i mean it's like she was like itching for people like sign up for this and you'll get a pre-sale sign up for this and it was like (sighs) it was like stressful you know what i mean it's just she was in all of my feeds and that's where i I mean because i follow her on all two social media things that i look through (laughs) but anyway i just thought that was interesting and she sold out carnegie hall in a day good for her so her career's just fine absolutely she ain't gotta be worried First, we're going to talk about Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider stars Alicia Vikander. Um, what's that guy's name from The Affair? Oh, yeah. My mom watches The Affair. She loves it. Mm-hmm. What's that guy's name, Patrick? I'm looking. <clears throat> and, Dominic West. Huh? Dominic West. Dominic West. That's right. And that creepy guy from Vice Principals. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, who is also in something else we saw where his face was like rotten off. Hateful Eight. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. Something else more recently. Anyway, it's a reboot of Tomb Raider. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Maze Runner. He was in the Maze Runner. That's what it was. Thank you, Patrick. And 
uh, that's really all to say to summarize it. If you've never seen the old Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie, you should definitely watch the first one. It used to come on USA like every 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those movies that like... they National played. Treasure. Na- oh, I love that Me movie. Me too. Was there a third one or just two? No, three. I love those Remember movies. Helen Mirren was in it. That's interesting that you said that. I just... Com- Alice today at work was saying, what would you compare Tomb Raider to? And I said National Treasure. We're connected in a way I don't think I've ever experienced before. Yeah. Um... anyway here's the thing movies like tomb raider you have to go in with a certain set of expectations like you always say it'll be fun Mm -hmm. and it was totally so then i'm not let down that there were a lot of corny parts of course there was definitely some cheese and you know it was fine but i really liked it Yes. I don't know how I felt about it being, like, weirdly supernatural. Like, I don't remember those movies being like that, but maybe they were. But she's a Tomb Raider. Yeah, I guess that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I was telling, I was, I was talking about it to my mom yesterday, and I was like, they tried to give her, like, a lot more character than they gave Angelina Jolie's version. Yeah. And I said, like, when she killed somebody, she actually felt bad. And, yeah. like, you were like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. it, like, added some weight to it. And I said, because that was what was interesting is, like, it was a normal person in extraordinary circumstances. Right. And I was like, because, like, obviously not most people are going to be, like, raiding tombs. And my mom was like, yeah, I can't say I I've guess done so. that. Exactly. But that, I liked that they did that. Even though I'm so sick of every movie, everybody's actually rich. They're like, I'm poor, but then they're not. It's like... Poor by choice. Yeah, exactly. I hate mess like that. Who is poor by choice? Not us. Definitely not. (laughs) I'm poor by... I'm poor, period. (laughs) That's it. Um, So anyway, Alicia Vikander is so good. Is a great action star. Yeah, I actually thought she was great. First of all, she was tiny. Oh yeah, of course. Then that was... There was all that criticism about that. Why? People were saying that she like didn't have big enough boobs, didn't have big enough lips, because she didn't look like the video game character. But isn't that the whole point? Aren't we in the place now where it's like, we want people to be like real people? Yeah, but I think they were just more upset that it didn't look like the video game. <sighs> Which is a fun, fun game. I didn't play it. What thing does that come on? PlayStation, I think. Right? They still make PlayStations? Mm-hmm. We have one right there. I don't know. I don't use it. Um, oh, and also interesting, I thought, there is really no difference between this and Wonder Woman. That's so wrong. People should rally around this the same way they rally around Wonder Woman. She's a strong woman. Yeah. Who's kicking butt, and she doesn't need a man. That's true. Different, though. I mean, definitely different. But I, I, first of all, you know, I think Wonder Woman's like the most overhyped thing of all time. Um... But yeah, I just think it's... The whole time I kept watching, I was like, I wonder why people aren't like, yeah. Like all those women that you follow on the, on Instagram that post like every time a woman does something great or like, especially while Wonder Woman was out, like Reese Witherspoon. She ain't posting about this mess. <laughs> also, it was... I kept thinking too, Alicia Vikander's on the cover of Vogue, but then this is the movie. I love that. Because she's like so delicate and pretty. Yeah. And then she's like... Exactly. Drowning people in water. Yeah, that was it's great. It's like one inch deep. I guess it's real. You can, that can happen. Do you think you could kill somebody? Yeah, probably. If you had to? Mm-hmm. Anybody could. Maybe not Darlene. Oh my god. Oh, I have to kill Darlene or Darlene would kill somebody? Darlene couldn't kill somebody. 
I don't Maybe know. Maybe with a gun. Like a little BB <gasps> I don't gun. Want, okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't think about my mom shooting somebody. <laughs> She's going to text me tomorrow and be like, what happened in the podcast? Why are y'all talking about me killing somebody? Your mom could definitely kill somebody. I think any mother could. Yes, that's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> next, we're going to talk about Love, Simon. Starring Nick Robinson, the girl from 13 Reasons Why, Catherine Langford, Jennifer Garner... Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. Tony Hale. Anybody else? Literally the best movie of all time. Just kidding. It's not. But it's great. Love, Simon is a coming out story. A high school coming out story. It's Call Me By Your Name for the commercial crowd. No. I'm kidding. Except there are similarities. They're both really attractive, really skinny, and really white. And their (laughs) parents are totally open and accepting. Um, but it's about a boy struggling to come out in high school and he like falls for this boy that he like meets anonymously through the internet who goes to his high school and the movie sort of turns into like a guessing game of which person he thinks it is. He tries to figure out who it is. It's the corniest movie of all time. Yeah. It's definitely like the fault in our stars without the cancer. They advertise it as produced by the fault in our stars people and that is a great similarity i think yeah nick robinson is so good he was great too is there gonna be a sequel i think the same thing is there gonna be a sequel i'm always looking to patrick like he knows i haven't heard that there's gonna be one like okay call me by your name too what is that gonna be about like 10 years later because that's what the book is the end of the lat like the last half of the book is them like later on in life oh so they get back together no Oh. It's just about like them revisiting each other. But they want to do it like before sunrise, like those movies. Oh, that would be sweet. You know? Um, well, I don't know if they need to do that with Love, Simon, but <laughs> it would... It, I'd watch it. Um, but it's very sweet. And I, they did, I read the book. They did some nice changes from the book, like um, as far as like describing the people. They give the characters more life yeah which is interesting because usually it's the opposite mm-hmm. usually books they go into all this detail and in the movie they like chop it to where they walk in shake hands and peace out totally like hunger games yeah everybody freaked out when the little girl died in the first one they didn't even give that a storyline it was like five minutes of the movie it's like 50 pages of the book you know because you read it in english <laughs> you read that in english class that was our critical reading assignment it was great. Do you love like high like that high school like free form movie like that? Like this? Yeah. Me too. But I also love to hate it. You I know? didn't hate it at all. I mean, there were a lot of times where I just rolled my eyes like this. Of course. Yeah, you couldn't see any pu- uh what's the male part? Your pupil? Yeah. You couldn't see any of that. Like hardcore rolled my eyes. I mean it def first of all it gets a little preachy. Yeah, of course. But that's okay. I thought it was sweet. And I also thought they were definitely trying to appeal to a very mass audience. Yeah. And when they do that, they sometimes sacrifice... Um, quality. Quality. Exactly. But it is, for real, uh, one of the best like coming-of-age stories. Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah. And I did like they all felt like high schoolers, for the most part. Except for, yeah, some of them did not. Abby, the girl, the lovely black girl. What's mm-hmm. her name in real life? Amanda something? Anyway. Who? What's the girl's name? Amanda Stahlberg? No, no, no. That's in this. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, she, um, 
some of her lines, especially in the way she said them, I was like, oh, you're an adult. Yeah. Like, she felt like an adult. Yeah. But there were other times I thought they really did a good job of making these people feel like young people. Right. Uh, better than a lot of things. Also, Jennifer Garner is so good in it. I wish every day that she were just, like, a real... I keep thinking, what if this Lena Dunham show is her thing? Maybe it's it like is. her moment in maybe, time. Maybe it is. I hope that's going to be good. I'm very curious. It's a remake of like a British show. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. We'll see. Is Lena going to be on it or just writing? I think writing it. Okay. Um, next, we're going to talk about Nailed It, a new show on Netflix. It's a cooking competition show, but it basically makes fun of cooking competition shows. Yeah. So you have, like, they give you a very over-the-top dessert that's made, obviously, by, like, a top-of-the-line baker. Right. And they have, like, a unicorn cake. Yeah. Um, like, there's one that's a tower with, like, a princess and all her hair coming out of it. Like, these very elaborate cakes. And they have, like, an hour. Amateur home bakers, not anybody. But they all have, like, some baking skill, obviously. But I wouldn't say they're, like, good. It's not, like, the caliber of bakers on Great British Bake. No, no, no. They're not it's, good bakers. Yeah. They like to bake. They're like normal, like me. Exactly. Mm, but better than me. They're like Alana. Um, but it's, they have a normal, or like a set amount of time to recreate these very elaborate desserts. In the And they get the instructor, like a full recipe and everything, but they just have to make it look as presentable as, as, presentable po- as possible. Yeah. It's hosted by Nicole Byers. S on the end. Mm-hmm. Byers, who is on that show loosely, exactly Nicole, that they advertise all the time on Facebook, yet I've never actually seen how to click on it <laughs> or watch it. Um, and it's fantastic. It's hilarious. We watched three episodes, and I could have watched more. We just were actually literally out of time. I told you, I think I'm going to start applying to those types of shows and just pretend I'm really bad. And then, like, all of a sudden, that's good. Okay. Let's. This is a pivot. On what's the one we just were talking about? Worst cooks in America. Yeah. Can't you just be like, I'm a terrible cook, and then show up and be like a professional? Well, that's like the guy from who was on that. That was from uh, Are You the One? Yeah. Soft or whatever. Yeah. He like cracked the egg on the back of his hand. I was like, you don't do that. Like nobody does that. Yeah. He's just goofing. exaggerating. Exactly. But some of them were actually really bad. I've never really understood that the premise of that show. Yeah, because it's so easy to fake. Yeah, it's like, how can't you just be like, I don't know what I'm doing, and then like slowly start to be like, I actually am kind of good at this. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Watch. I'm going to make something really nasty, because that's how you get on the show, and then I'll, I'll do it. And then you win $25,000. I mean, that's insane. These people win $10,000, right? Yeah. For literally not even they're, doing They're anything. for one day, exactly. one outfit change. <laughs> Like, they don't even change clothes. The best one, that woman who had the, he was using the black dye, oh, and then her hands were black, and they said it looks like motor oil. <laughs> it was amazing. She, Nicole is a lot. Yeah, she's extra. But she's funny. Especially on this. Yeah, because they, like, camp it up. Yeah, I don't want to see her, like, on The View. No. Can you imagine? Um, finally, we're going to talk about, aka I'm going to talk about, I Can Only Imagine, which I saw today, Adrian did not go. I slept at home. You have 60 seconds. No, that's I'm just it. Kidding. I can only imagine as a movie about the song I can only imagine, which everyone in the world has heard. You've heard it. No. I'm telling you, you have to listen to it. You'll be like, oh, this mess. I can literally guarantee you I have never heard that in my entire life. Patrick, am I wrong? 
I know you've heard it, but you're from the South. So, I mean, you know who they used in the movie? Kelly Clarkson. Delilah, who you said you had never Shut heard up. of. Yeah. When they were at the end talking about how big the song got. Uh-huh. What is interesting, they pitched that song to Amy Grant. You know who that is, right? You don't know who Amy Grant is? Oh, she sings Baby, Baby. That song with Tori Kelly. That they oh, yeah. Okay. I know that song. I'm going to just pretend that's not the only way you know her, but okay. Um... Anyway, they were going to relaunch Amy Grant's career with that song. And the night that they were going to debut it, she said, I think this is that guy's moment. So she let the guy sing it and his career like exploded. (laughs) But I will say this. It's all about the band Mercy Me, but they don't ever talk about the band. They make them seem like one-dimensional people in the real world and that the guy has basically done all of this. And I thought, if that's really how that band is, I would have quit that mess years ago. Oh yeah, I'm not going to be anybody's number two. <laughs> I'm not going to be nobody's second banana. <laughs> um, especially not Bart. His name is Bart. Like, God bless. What were his parents thinking? Anyway, so his, it's about his relationship with his father and how that inspired uh, this song. He had a really rough life. And honestly... I thought the movie was going to be terrible, and it was, but it was sweet. I was covered in goosebumps and filled with tears by the end. It was so, so pathetic. sweet. <laughs> I Okay, here's the thing. You don't have to defend yourself. Christian, this like genre of Christian movie, like God's Not Dead, all that stuff, they have still yet to make one that I think is like a great, normal movie. Are they better than Proud Mary? Yes. But are they better than like... I don't know. They, like, should all be straight to DVD, honestly. Yeah, They're totally. meant to be played, like, in a youth group. hmm And this was closer to not being that kind of movie. But it's still not there yet. I just think one time I would love for a movie with this kind of story, because it's a good story, very interesting, and, uh, like, better than most, like, Heaven is for Real. That one was sweet, actually, with What's-Her-Face. What's that one's name? Margot Martindale. The shock. She sees her dead son. Oh, that was sweet. Um, anyway, it's like they're like 75% of the way there. But they just need that extra 20. And they get, like this one had Dennis Quaid. And he was kind of awful, but also kind of really good. <laughs> and when he comes back at the end as a ghost, I mean, I was literally in chills. It was so good but not ever to be seen again <laughs> and i just kept thinking the whole time i wish adrian was here just because i would love to hear your reaction you no. would have hated it before you even went in no. so I, that's why I, I you know it wasn't for you also interesting they only were playing it in like three theaters in la naturally but it across the country it's playing everywhere it'll be number one no, i'm just kidding no it was number three it beat love simon that's a huge deal. And Love, Simon's playing in every theater in L.A., even the little one, even Los Feliz. Yeah. So what does that tell you? L.A. is filled with sinners. And it's going to break off. That's what they always say. California's going to break off into the ocean. It's supposed to be... It's, we're supposed to be our own country soon. Can you imagine? I'm moving back. If, it, if California becomes its own country, I'll move back to North Carolina. Why? What if it's bad? I don't think it would be. You know, we're like the sixth largest economy in the world. California. The state of California. Do you know Hillsborough has 6,000 people total? There's 6,000 people at the Grove right now. <laughs> Isn't that weird to think about? Like at your concert for Lord, there were yeah. more people than my whole town. That's insane. <clears throat> okay, our question of the week comes from Meredith. My stomach is making all that. sorts into the mic. Yeah. Can you hear not hear that squishing? No. Um, 
It does smell really good. Uh, did you taste it? No, it's glue. Just taste a little bit of it. You don't have to eat it. Just lick it. Mm. You didn't do it. Yeah. You do it. No. Your finger has been all in it. Um, this little boy sneezed on my hand today. I just wanted to put that out there. Um, oh, wait. I have one more thing to tell you. What? Okay, so Cinemark, which is the movie theater that Baldwin Hills Crenshaw is, has started a movie pass, essentially. They were advertising it there. It's eight ninety nine a month. You can see 20 movies a month. Mm-hmm. But if you don't use all 20, they roll over endlessly. So, like, if you don't go see all 20 movies, the next month you'll have 20 plus whatever you have left. That's a good deal. And it's eight nine nine, and you get 20% off off of concessions. Wow. And if you go with somebody else who has the movie, whatever, their movie club or whatever, mm-hmm. you can put the 20% together. So you could get 40% off of concessions. Wow. But what's a Cinemark? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, what theaters are Cinemarks? The only thing I can think of is that one. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a that's a great deal. I know a few movie theaters that have started like little things on their own. Well, because the well, AMC has the Stubbs thing, right? But you can't use the Stubbs things with uh, what do you call it? Movie Pass. No. But again, that doesn't help your ticket price. Exactly. But eight ninety nine. I mean, that's a great deal. Yeah. Twenty. Because nobody's seeing twenty movies a month. We don't even see twenty movies a month. No. But we see close. I would love to see movie pass like who is seeing the most movies. I bet you we would be in the top 100. Oh, yeah. 100%. Out of like 2 million people. I mean, we see a lot of movies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to bring it up. Uh, our question week comes from Meredith. She says, "What We never talked about the new top model with Tyra. Why would we? Meredith. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Here's what I have to say about it. Tyra Banks is so good on there. There is zero reason why she left. I've never seen an episode of it. Of any of it? No, the new one. Oh, well, it's just like the old one, except it has that Ashley Graham and the two other people that were on there with her last time. The issue I will have with it that must be fixed is they have to have Miss J back on there. Oh, yeah. Tyra worked with him so well. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to have her be on there and him not be on there. Yeah. Also, it, Tyra is obviously very social media obsessed. Yeah. She posts 15,000 times a day, which she should. She's like the top uh, person on that Hollywood Reporter ranking almost every week. Wow. Um, but if she if she doesn't realize the internet is still obsessed with Miss J, like they use all, all his images and reactions stuff 24 hours a day. So like... It's so fitting. I know it just now. doesn't make sense. That's true. So that's so I like it. I'll watch it till the day it goes off the air. But I mean, the old original America's Next Top Model, like season one through like seven, is the best TV. In the it literally world. is so good. <laughs> and again, if they do, I will say this: it is elevated now that it's on VH1 because they can get real people again to mm-hmm. so like come and guest and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, same with RuPaul. I mean, the next season of RuPaul, they have, like, all A-list people. Incredible. I mean, Shania Twain's gonna be on there. Oh, my God. Shania! You like Shania Twain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your question, Meredith. Um, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> if you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. 
Mine is a song called Wasn't Looking by a girl named Eliza. But it's the YouTube. It's like this like special YouTube version that she did on some show. It's unreal. Like Eliza Doolittle? <laughs> yeah. song of the week and i just want you to use the chorus because the rest of it has so many bad words okay is expensive by erica J. it's expensive to be made It's the best song of the decade. It's the song that we missed out on, and I'm trying to retroactively get people into it. Okay. Also, how many Fs do I give? Zero. That's also a bop. She has some bops that like I should not be listening to, and actually no one with ears should be listening to, but alas, here we are. This week you are looking forward to. Isle of Dogs. I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be fine. I, you know I'm not the hugest fan of his. Which I don't understand. I didn't like Fantastic Mr. Fox. I never saw it. Patrick, you love that movie? Yes. Yeah. Eh. You know he pisses me off still because of the Criterion Collection. What? Every single movie he comes out with is in the Criterion Collection. Guess what, y'all? He's had some misses, too. <laughs> that is the most... But is the like Criterion Collection, uh, like, culturally relevant things? All of his movies are very culturally relevant. <laughs> I just don't get it. But he's amazing, like, obviously. I don't know. What do you call it? I loved. Royal Tenenbaums, I love. Moonrise Kingdom, I liked. Love. What was the other one he came out with more recently? Uh, Grand Budapest. Eh. Uh, Life Aquatic is honestly my favorite. Mm. I love that one. Um, I'm looking forward to Santa Clarita Diet comes back. You're the only person that I know that watches that No, that's not true. Who else? That I know. Quickly. <laughs> yeah oh patrick get out of here with riverdale i'm so behind on so many things but i did catch up with big brother canada today so we can all rest easy um anyway santa clarita diet the first season was so fun i love drew barrymore you don't like drew barrymore no i do 
Then why don't you like it? This is not good. Okay, enough. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. I would say everybody who made Love, Simon be number five. Is that not wild? I thought it was going to explode and we were going to be like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no. Well, about- I mean, wrinkle in time. Literally, yeah. I have another story about that for another time. Um... My Goober of the Week, the boy from American Idol who got kissed by Katy Perry. Oh, that's a good Going one. around saying he was embarrassed and uncomfortable. Trick, you got interviewed by the New York Times. Yeah. So, guess what? That's what you wanted was to be famous. You're famous. Go with it. <laughs> Don't be running around like you're uncomfortable. You're a grown. I mean, he's an adult. Yeah. How old is he? 19? Right. A 19-year-old embarrassed you got kissed by Katy Perry. You should be thrilled. <laughs> you are forever known to the entire world and Googleable that you were kissed by Katy Perry on TV. He corrected himself. Yeah. Later, he was saying he was just uncomfortable. Whatever. He should have never said that no, to with. What um, was made you uncomfortable? Right. And a lot of people were saying that he messed up and they should give him another chance because he was nervous. That's why he didn't get through. No, he didn't get through because he cannot sing. That's why. Oh, I didn't even realize he didn't get through. No, because he wasn't that good. I mean, his voice, remember he was like going all off key and everything. Well, sucks to suck. Exactly. You got to be on American Idol. And they didn't show most of the people who got no's. So you should be thrilled they even acknowledge your dumb tale. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.